SEO is AEO. Welcome to the show, John Morabito. All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for yeah, having me. Yeah, maybe the, the pronunciation wasn't no, quite right. No, no, you nailed it. You nailed it. And you made it, you made it rhyme and be nice and rhythmic. So. Oh, yeah. Gennaro Cofano asked me, what do you do when the name doesn't rhyme with SEO? Yeah, no, I listened to that one. Yeah, that was, <laughs> his, his worked out really well. <laughs> it doesn't always work out that right. well. I, yeah. I, I just kind of like ignore the fact that. Just <laughs> jam it in there. Yep. Well, we met for the first time today at PubCon. We've been talking about brand SERPs uh, for a little while now. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you about it. You're the only other person I've met who uh, is really, really interested yeah, in this Yeah, I'm topic. honored Why? to have that distinction. Well, I feel like it is one of those things that. Um, First off, our clients sort of need and demand. So our agency deals with a lot of um, other types of media. So we're driving demand, we're creating brand demand, mm. and then we're doing SEO. And then we're, you know, quite honestly, prior to this shift, thinking about non-brand keywords. Mm. And that might make up 10% of a brand's traffic. And here we are pumping millions into TV ads and print ads and like, ah, they'll figure it, you know, it's like, yeah. so it really required starting to look and thinking about like, what is that user experience as they're coming their way down our funnel, so to yeah. speak, um, and then making sure we're maximizing on that. Yeah, and you almost said, oh, they'll work it out. And a lot of brands- I did, make... I almost, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll work itself out, right? Yeah. Like Google will, you know, Google inherently likes to rank brands. and. And that's a complex thing because I feel like there is some truth to that because if you're not screwing it up, you are the most relevant for your queries, mm. but there's plenty of options or ways for you to screw it up and have Google see you as not the most relevant. Yeah. Uh, and then you start to have your competitors answering questions about you and ranking ahead of you or the wrong page as we saw earlier yeah. as we were talking today. Um, so yeah, I think that's really where it becomes important. Yeah, I mean, I've been looking really at the, the brand name, the SERP for the brand name. You're, right. you're really keen to look beyond that. Um, yeah. Look at every branded search because just my brand name, that's really important because it's a client or it's a new client. Sure, 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 sure. For it. But then you've also got the heavy or the, 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 the well searched for terms around. Uh, brand plus review is one that's always interested me. Yeah, yeah. So actually, so part of, part of our audit process is looking at. Keep going. Part of our audit process is looking at the lower, um, I'm sorry, looking at the highest search term. So using Google Search Console, we'll pull in uh, usually Data Studio so we can set multiple filters. Um, then we'll pull in what are the top terms that people are searching and then actually go and search those. But the other part of it is I, I encourage my team to look at stuff that just knowing the brand, whether or not there's any apparent search volume or evidence mm. that people actually search this, like, like reviews, right? So brand name plus reviews. Well, yeah. They're not searching it today. If you hope to be successful at any point, <laughs> right? You can guarantee that they're going to be searching that. Yeah. And so whether the search volume's 10 or you don't have any impressions on it, I think there are terms out there like store name plus return policy or store name plus refund um, yeah. or these things that just sort of help users navigate around your business. Yeah, and Judith Lewis was talking about uh, post sales searches. Yes. And uh, I've got a client actually who, who sell a lot of uh, they, they do eSIMs and they sell a lot. Sorry, they, they do data plans for eSIMs. Okay, right. And they're getting very little traffic from organic for the uh, the pre-sale stuff. Right. And they're getting loads for the post-sale stuff. And when I said to them, what's coming up when yeah. somebody searches, you know, yeah. um, refund or whatever it might be. Right. They go, oh, no, it's rubbish. And they just say, oh, Google's crap. And then you say, well, don't you want to control it? Right, yeah. In their case, it's interesting because it's like, you do want these people to buy from you again, right? Yeah. 
Like it, it, it's hard enough to get someone in the door. And, and this kind of goes back to one of these things that we taught, like it's almost sort of cliche in marketing. Like, was it like three times or twice as much, whatever, some big number, right? It costs this much more to acquire a new customer yeah. versus keep one. And so we start to use search as a tool to keep our customers happy and to yeah. keep them engaging with our brand. And so that leads me on to a slightly unrelated yeah. question is FAQs. Oh uh, yeah. Using the FAQ scheme of markup and actually answering one question oh, uh, yes, yes, with yes, yes, one yes. answer on one page yes. for the post-sale stuff. Yes. Um, and I'm actually d diving into that. And what mm -hmm. we're going to do is build this FAQ section. Yes. Start with the existing company. They were going, oh, no, we want to do FAQs for eSing in general. And you're going, let's deal with the customers we've already got first. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, so an interesting experiment. I've got a couple clients that we've, we've executed this branded search audit for. And one of them immediately ran with my advice and the other one has yet to. And so I have the opportunity to look at both of these sites. Right, okay, and so they both have FAQs. So you're doing A-B testing with a your clients. Bit, a little bit, a little <laughs> bit. I mean, if they had agreed to do it right away, then I would have been doing it with both of them at the same time. It would time. have been AA testing. Yeah, exactly. It would have been AA testing, right? And then, I, yeah, I would have been going to meetings. Um, but then, but it would have, it would have basically... So th the idea here was that they had FAQ stuff and I was just trying to see if I could get featured snippets for all of their questions. Um, aside from actually having FAQ markup, but just can we turn, you know, what is the return policy at this, you know, mm. beauty brand, right? Um, and what I figured out was that everyone loves these sort of accordion things for their FAQs. Yeah. Oh, God. But Google doesn't, you know, and actually sort of gotten a little bit of a, of a, not a debate, but like, Try, you know, there's some varying opinions on whether or not Google will actually pull a featured snippet from something that's behind a tab. Regardless, like CSS tabs, not necessarily like JavaScript user interaction mm. reliant type stuff, but basically in my experience, I've found that they tend to not like to. Well, sorry, there's a secondary problem. Even if they do, they're still showing the meta title so it doesn't actually have the question in it. Good point. Right. Uh, and when I ask Gary, yes, when are you going to start pulling up the H2s or the... Right, and right, he was right. going. Don't hold your breath. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where some people, and I, and I would tend to agree, say that you know FAQs aren't the best option for trying to get featured snippets because they encompass so many different things. And you, it's hard to get the title that matches the question yeah. to be so pulled you, in. Well, in fact, the FAQ, you need one page, one question. Right, right, um, right, right. Which yeah. is something that uh, I, I, I've heard. Of, there has been a debate. For me, there's no debate anymore. Yeah. If you, you want the title. Right, the yeah, then you need the question, the, yeah. And, and I think at that point, well, I imagine the debate was, but, but Jason, you're creating thin content. Mm. Well, it's really more about value to users, yeah. right? And like, if this satiates the user's request in the best way, then maybe but, it's... But, and, and especially kind of for the post-sale stuff, thin content isn't really a concept we're worried about. We want right. to give them the answer. Exactly. Make sure that they're, they're happy so exactly. that we don't lose them. Exactly, yeah. I, I mean, may, maybe on the acquisition stuff, you do need to be sure, but then I mean, at this particular kind, they, they, I'll, I'll name them. They're UBG, and they're actually they've got a really good data plan for worldwide coverage. But right. advertising for my cloud. Yeah. Um, and we're saying like we're going to have to have a video strategy for the acquisition stuff. We really need a video strategy, and yeah. they're actually going for it, which is cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So in this example, we we told them let's. You know, because it's CSS tabs, yeah. we said we'll tell the CSS that everything's open. So we didn't actually change the code. We just instead That's of dis, you know, yeah. instead of display none, we just turned it on, right? And so now all of these accordions were open on the page. Within a week, you could pretty much take any of the questions on the page, replace like your with like the brand name, and we had featured snippets like that. But, um, oh, sorry, but it was still with the meta title. 
It was still with the meta okay. title. Yeah, and so it still would say, you know, brand name FAQ. Oh, but right. at that rate, it's like, it, no, that, that it isn't works. No, so bad. Yeah, right. no, that yeah really it works, right? Bad. You're asking what the refund policy is. That's a really is. simple and fix. You, Thank you, I'll steal that. Yeah, please do, please do. And, and I'd love, <laughs> you know what I'd love is for more people to test it, anyone listening or you to test it. And like, let me know if you're also seeing this because on, it's- i just write it in my phone. Yeah, yeah, it's still, it still is sort of up for debate, like whether or not something as simple as pulling something out from a tab. And again, yeah. these are questions that I do not anticipate have any search volume. No one is searching the full sentence, or maybe they are, but they're, you know, they're, they're questions that I expect to only come up sort of infrequently. And when they do, it's very important for us to be there to support. Because yeah. in one case for the same client, it was like, how much does a blowout cost? They're a chain of national blowout salons, right? Uh, there's only like one, so it's easy to figure out who I'm talking about. And basically, it was how much is a blowout there? And some other like coupondeals.com mm. was answering with a price that was from three years ago. Yeah, I mean, and, and typically in that situation, my client is actually saying, it's a, it's a really bad result. And you're going, okay, what are you going to do? No, but it's a really bad result. You're going, don't just keep saying it's a really bad result. Yeah. What, are you willing to do? tell that story, right? Yeah. And sometimes I think one of the things that's also interesting about this is wh when I'll ask a client, well, why don't you have the answer for that? Well, we don't, we don't really want to talk about that. Like mm. we don't, I don't know if we want to put that out there. Yeah, John O'Elderson was saying, it's the ugly baby they don't want to look exactly, at. Exactly, I love that analogy. And sometimes you got to just like hold up that baby and you know, let some politicians kiss it or something, <laughs> right? Because it's, it's your baby. <laughs> yeah, you got to kiss the frog if, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah, you want exactly. to be a prince. Yeah, yeah brilliant stuff. But then you were talking about, sorry, to move, move yeah, on, sure. you were talking about analyzing all this stuff and doing yes. the data studio thing. Yeah, done. well, so, so basically our process to just sort of like breeze through it is we create a series of slides that give you an overview of where your status of branded search is. So a pie chart for how much of your search is branded, how much is not. And, and sorry, typically, I mean, I, I've yeah. seen from 6% to 90%. Oh yeah, the, the range is insane. There yeah. is, it's nothing like, you know, we can say, oh, and you know, channel breakout, right? Like 40% of most website traffic comes from organic and these sort of like, there is no, I don't think any blanket no. assessment of it because it's just so dependent on the website and are you a brand or not? The one thing I'm curious what you think, what do you think is a healthy ratio? Oh God, yeah, I don't think there is an answer to that. It depends. I, you right, know, you I think know. it depends, but I like to see 50-50 because I know that I'm pulling in new eyeballs oh, and I know yeah. that if Google closes tomorrow, right, or something horrible happens that there's still uh, 50% of my audience out there seeking me out, and that's whether brilliant. it be DuckDuckGo or whatever, they're gonna find me. I like that. Yeah, that's uh, a good yeah, one. Yeah, no, that, that's really, now I know There's what There's no to sweet say. spot, I agree there, because I'd love to have 90% be brand, and then my brand constantly be growing through other things, but that, mm. that also requires some fuel. No, you know? yeah, and if it's 6% brand, then you just not know. People, you're not yeah, in people's Yeah, 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 and then, and and then your business could be wiped out. Yeah, yeah, your business could be wiped out tomorrow by an algorithm update. So part of our mission as SEOs traditionally has been to drive non-brand keywords and rank our clients, and that's awesome. Mm. But, you know, like, but we're part of this larger marketing ecosystem, which involves building a brand. Yeah. And building that brand involves some maintenance, and we are in a tremendous position to help with that. Yeah, no, absolutely brilliant. I mean, the, the, the whole idea of a brand, I mean, it makes sense when you're saying, okay, look at the volume of brand search against the volume of the rest of the search. Right. Pull it into Data Studio. Do you, do you do exact match brand or do you do so, yeah, string it's, it's, yeah, no, it's, a good, it's a good point. It's evolving. And because we have a lot of e-commerce clients, what I'm trying to do is make sure that we try to capture all of the product names as well, because oh, it okay. might be something like, you know, glitter spritzer and like only this company makes glitter spritzer. Right. But that's not they're not saying the brand name, but they're we earn that they're looking mm. for us. Yeah. Um, and so but but 
it, as it started, it was really just matches on the direct brand name, right? And, yeah. and so we'd pull in, how does it look over time? Are we growing? Are we declining? What does your brand search look like year over year? Yeah. What countries does your brand search yeah. come from? That's a bit, sorry, I'm interrupting yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. That, I'm looking at the different countries and the completely different results. Oh, yeah. That's insane. Too. Yeah, we like to make a tree graph. So if you just pull that data, into Excel and you do the tree diagram, mm. it's just a great way to look at where all of your stuff is coming from. So my whole thing with this too is if you go, if you search how to do a branded search audit, uh, it's, I think it's the number one result. I wrote an article for Search Engine Land. No, no, not Land, sorry. Uh, search Engine Watch. Watch. Search Engine yes. Journal. Yes, yes, yes. Should we just search name engine. them all? Yeah, search yeah, Engine yeah. Land, Search Engine Watch, Search all Engine All great publications. <laughs> Um, I would love to write for Search Engine Land if anyone's listening, but this was for Search Engine Watch. Um, but anyway, so in that article, I tell you all the different graphs that we use. But so once we build out these graphs to sort of give you a lay of the land, then we pick your top 10 queries and we execute a search on those queries. And so the 10 slides of the deck that our clients receive are basically 10 SERP analyses. And we analyze that SERP, we call out what's going on, what's wrong, can we bring schema right, in, okay. can we fix this, can we fix that? And a lot of times it comes down to um, just like, this meta description isn't really telling the story, or maybe this title tag could be switched to like better illustrate. Like one of them was like for for returns, it was like brand name returns, and then the page that ranked was FAQ. I was like, well, they might not be certain that the answer. I mean, I, I know it's sort of implied, and I know yeah. you guys think that being in the brand, but like think about your audience who takes two point nine seconds to parse out the page, mm. right? If someone else comes up the pages like explicitly return policy for Everlane, or, you know, oopsie, <laughs> return policy for client name here, um, you know, then, then like, they might click that. And so it, it, I think it's, like, it's, it's worth looking into. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm just saying, sorry. The, 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 that whole kind of aspect of my branded search that I need to protect yep. and that I have the power to improve right. and make myself look good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's an easy win. Yeah, it's an easy win. You, you hit the nail on the head. It's pretty easy to improve. It's not that Google is like waiting, you know, expecting yeah. that they're going to rent. But the, again, you are the most relevant answer for this. They see you as the source for that if you give them the right stuff. Yeah, I mean, your, your website is the source of information about you. Right. And then your job is to then go out there and corroborate right. uh, and right. reassure Google right. and reiterate what it is you're saying so that Google then becomes confident yeah. that you're, because it has no reason to put anything rubbish out about right. you. Yeah, and yeah, totally. You just totally. need to give it the material. And they wouldn't be satiating their users' needs, yeah. right? And so, like, they, you know, so, um, yeah. The, the other thing I think is that it's something that, brands can really wrap their head around. So even if yeah. you're not dealing with a very digitally, you know, high digital IQ team, mm. like pointing to something that like makes them look stupid in search and being mm. like, I can fix this for you. I mm. need, you know, five minutes of your dev's time. Like that will, that will happen way faster than like, hey, we want to put this new cool feature because like John Mueller said something and mm. we want to, not that that's a bad thing to do. We should all be doing the new features, but like that is harder for them to wrap their head around than something where you're like, this is us looking silly in search and I can fix it. And so yeah. I think it's a great place to start winning buy-in, getting senior level people within the organization, if you're in-house or on your client team to really start to like, really respect the work that you guys are doing mm. um, and then take it out from there and worry about non-brand stuff. Brilliant stuff. Really pleased to have met somebody who likes brand SERPs even more than I do. Myself as well, yeah. SEO is AEO. Thank you, John. Thank you. Great stuff. Awesome. That was really fun.